Future Proof with Jonathan McRae. Proudly supported by Science Foundation Ireland on News Talk. Welcome back to Future Proof on News Talk. I'm Jonathan McRae. The old saying goes that there are two things certain in life death and taxes. That adage may need to be shortened, uh, according to Jose Luis Cordero. Uh, He's an engineer, futurist and transhumanist who's speaking at the Dublin Tech Summit. He's author as well of a new book called The Death of Death. Welcome to the programme, Jose. I have to say, you are a very enigmatic person. I've been um, reading up on your exploits and all the things that you've done and where you've been. uh, And I'm wondering, before we get into... um, longevity which we do talk about a lot on this program but i suppose it, the holy grail is the holy grail right um can you tell me a little bit about your background and how you got into this uh, world of transhumanism uh, and and futurism uh yes uh it is a pleasure uh first of all to be with you and with all the irish friends and i'm looking forward to go to dublin to talk about immortality and about uh, my book, The Death of Death, that is coming out in June in English. I learned about these ideas when I went to university. I went to the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And um, at MIT, I learned that technology is changing everything. I am an engineer. And then um, I learned more about biotechnology as well, bioengineering, and that we can stop aging and reverse aging. So this is truly fantastic. In fact, uh, many people are not aware of the advances in medicine and biotechnology. But since 2012, the Nobel Prize in Medicine was given to a Japanese scientist that discovered four genes that control the aging process. And therefore, you can accelerate aging, stop aging, or even better, reverse aging. So today, we know that aging can be reversed. And that is the subject of my book, how we can reverse aging and basically become biologically immortal. So I want to position myself fairly as a skeptic to um, to, to a lot of the talk around the world of longevity and living uh, forever, because uh, while we have so many exciting things on the horizon, uh, the idea that we can somehow grapple with immortality or reverse aging is still, to me, the the world of of, of science fiction. So uh, I'm going to give you the next 15 minutes to convince me otherwise. Let's start off with talking about these um, these uh, advances that we have in biotechnology, because as you see it, there is a convergence of lots of different technologies that makes this a very exciting time and place to be. Yes, and because you are talking about science fiction, indeed, the future is like science fiction today. Sir Arthur C. Clarke, the very famous uh, British uh, science fiction writer who was actually an engineer like myself, he said that uh, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And he also said that the science fiction of today is the science reality of tomorrow. If we go back in in history, 200 years ago, we didn't have telephones, we didn't have airplanes. And um, 60 years ago, we couldn't go to the moon. And now we can go to the moon and uh, we are going to go back to the moon and to Mars, uh, probably in a decade. So many things are happening. But what is incredible is about biology. Now we have deciphered the genetic code. 
which is basically the genome, the human genome. And now we can even modify the genome and we have identified genes that control aging. This is what I mentioned before. The Japanese scientist Shinya Yamanaka that I have met a couple of times, uh, he discovered four genes that control aging. And now they are doing experiments to rejuvenate organs. He got the Nobel Prize in 2012 for rejuvenating cells, only cells. From cells, now we are rejuvenating tissues. And now we are beginning to rejuvenate eyes. Eyes, the first organs that have been biologically rejuvenated were eyes. In the year 2020, um, some uh, friends from Harvard University, led by an Australian uh, biologist, David Sinclair, they were able to rejuvenate the eyes of blind mice. Mice that were equivalent of 80 human years old and that were already blind, through this gene therapy, they regained their sight. And they were basically changed from 80-year-old eyes into 20-year-old eyes. This was done, as I said, in 2020. But last month, this has been done with uh, monkeys. We have moved from uh, mice into monkeys. And eyes of monkeys also that were blind because of uh, macular degeneration, they were given their sight back. They can see again. So this is the proof that we can rejuvenate organs today. And very soon, and this is one to two years, we will be rejuvenating human eyes human eyes. And after rejuvenating eyes, we are going to be rejuvenating other organs, lungs, hearts, and eventually brains. So we know this is possible. And I'll tell you something else which is really interesting. Uh, today, we know that there are immortal organisms and that there are immortal cells. Let me begin with the cells. Uh, we actually know that cancer cells are mutant cells that stop aging. Cancer cells do not age, and that is why they are called biologically immortal. But not only cancer cells do not age, but also the best cells in our bodies, the germ cells, the reproductive cells, they also do not age. When you talk about age there, you're talking about cellular damage. Yes, and that they are indefinitely young. Uh, cancer cells can live forever, basically. In fact, this was discovered in 1951 with a patient that was born in 1920. She died uh, at, at age 31 of cancer. And the scientists who were treating her, the doctors, kept the tumor in a Petri dish, and they saw that the tumor kept on growing. And it is alive today. You know, she died in 1951, but her tumor is alive, even though it is already over 100 years old, because this person, very famous today, called Henrietta, Henrietta Lacks, yeah. and her cells are called HeLa cells because of Henrietta Lacks, are the most famous cells in biology. They are the equivalent of 103 years old. They are cent centenarian cells, but they behave like teenager cells growing all the time, even though they have over 100 years old. Uh, so we know that immortality already exists in biology and uh, cancer discovered it. 
cancer discovered in mortality. But again, not only cancer cells are biologically immortal, meaning that they do not age. They do not age. They are eternally young. Also, germ cells, the reproductive cells in our bodies, they also do not age. Some small organisms. Probably you have heard about the immortal jellyfish and some hydras and some medusas. They are also considered biologically immortal and they can live indefinitely. That doesn't mean that they will not die because if another animal eats them or if a rock falls on their head, they will die. But they do not age and they are called biologically immortal. This is the proof that immortality exists. It is already in nature, and we only need to understand how nature developed immortality. So I, I understand that there are um, animals in nature that do all sorts of things that uh, humans can't do, for example. Um, before we talk about who will end up living forever and who will not, um, how realistic is uh, it to apply gene therapies to to humans beyond um, eyes and so on? Like, um we're quite far away from rejuvenating brain cells, surely. Well, science is advancing exponentially. There is an acceleration of knowledge and technologies being developed. Um, for example, vaccines. The, the COVID vaccines were developed in, um, in less than one year. Something that was thought to be impossible or it would take 10 years, it was done in one year. So now we are facing the biggest dream of humanity which is immortality. And there is a lot of interest. There is a lot of investment. And uh, people, once they know that this is real, when they see human eyes being rejuvenated, this will only accelerate. That is why we believe that in two decades, we will reach rejuvenation technologies for everybody and for free. What? Okay, now, now, I mean, as a skeptic, I was, you know, I was um, uh, not sure about where this interview would go. But the idea that we are going to get life changing technologies to allow people to live forever for free is just to me, seems like a misunderstanding of corporate and human greed. I mean, in the history of of the human development, we we do not see um, the, the, the masses getting access to the best quality healthcare and, and and my concern about this sort of um uh, life extension program is that the billionaires of the world will end up looking 25 and god knows we could do with less billionaires it'd be great if some of those would, would be less less immortal than they already are but but generally you know the, these sort of technologies they're not going to make it to 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 the the, the general population right because of the expense well, no, this will be very cheap. And let me explain. Actually, this is the fifth chapter of my book. It is called, How Much Does It Cost? And let me explain to you. How much did you pay for the COVID vaccine, for example? Nothing. People didn't pay anything for the COVID vaccine. And COVID is a tiny virus, a small pandemic compared to the pandemic that is killing all of us, which is aging. So if COVID, a small pandemic, paralyze the world, now that people will understand that aging can be stopped 
and can be reversed, there will be huge investments. So yes, it will cost a lot of money to develop the technologies. All the big IT companies are moving into health. Why? Because this will be the biggest industry because all of us are dying. You, <laughs> me, everybody, we are all dying of aging. And there is a great opportunity because we are very close. We are very close to control aging and to reverse aging. And again, it will be free because if it were not free, there would be a revolution. Imagine just with COVID, if it had not been free, there would have been massive revolutions everywhere. But uh, aging the same, only more. If it were not free, there would be revolutions in every country in the planet. So this cannot be stopped. But also it will be very cheap because right now, 80% of the medical cost is in the last two years of life of people and people still die after wasting 80% of the medical expenditures. Imagine, now if we reverse the trend and we invest the money at the beginning so that people don't age, actually, we will get extra money because people will not be sick. Yeah. So actually, this is to the advantage of governments. Governments who do not have sick people will be richer governments. Yeah, I, I, knowing the challenges that we have here in Ireland, treating those who are currently sick as opposed to funding technologies and uh, innovations that will stop people from getting sick. I, it, it's a difficult um, uh, equation to solve. But I don't know if you've been taking any of these um, uh, genetic therapies because I'm looking at what must be clearly a, a 60 plus man. He he certainly acts like a, a 20 year old. It's great to hear your enthusiasm. I, I'm sure it'll be a very interesting talk at the Dublin Tech Summit. Um, love to hear what you made of this conversation. Uh, you can email us science at newstalk.com or find us on Twitter. We're at News Talk Science. Uh, but as I say, uh, our guest Jose Luis Cordero will be speaking at the Dublin Tech Summit later this month. Jose, thanks for your time. Thanks to you. A pleasure to go to Ireland. Future Proof with Jonathan McRae. Proudly supported by Science Foundation Ireland. Sunday morning at 10 on News Talk.